0: overpowered teenagers, dastardly villains with murder complexes, and enough overdrawn breasts to film it bank a spank bank. We made Casey watch My Hero Academia, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Alright everyone, welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the world of anime. With you as always is me, your host producer, and general weeb of all trades, PJ. My quirk is Overwatch, which allows me to watch double the amount of media in half the time.
1: Hi, this is Skylar, your other weeb host, and my quirk is drinking Monster with tequila. What what
0: is it called? Uh, A problem?
1: (laughs) Alcoholism.
0: And with us, as always, is our little baby sheep to the anime world, Casey.
2: Oh, little baby sheep. Um... So, my name's Casey, and I am the beauty school dropout from My Hero Academia.
0: If that beauty school dropout quote was not uh, a bit of a hint, we are watching My Hero Academia this week. One of my top three favorite animes. Oh, so it's excited. very good. There's so much hype. So much hype. Well, Casey, uh, we are going to start, as always, with our predictions of what this anime will be about. You know the name is My Hero Academia, and we have sent you the poster for Season 1, which has quite a lot of characters. So before we dive into those characters, why don't you tell me, what do you think, based on the poster alone in the name, this show is going to be about?
2: Well, part of me is like, I feel like I keep going back to X-Men, but like, I feel very much X-Men vibes. Like, it's a school, probably, just because of the name, it makes me think it's a school. And then, like, it's maybe a hero school? Is that too obvious of a name, though? Um, like, do you remember Sky High from, like, Disney Channel? Like, yeah. maybe that.
1: Are you saying that this is heroes that are taking part in academia?
2: I mean, pretty much. Is it both a school for heroes and also just a school in general? Watch out, Disney. You're going to get sued. You better watch out.
0: So, Casey, okay, so you think it's going to be, uh, obviously about a school for essentially gifted youngsters, like the Xavier School for the Gifted. Looking at the poster, uh, do any of the characters immediately stand out to you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, did you guys know that Thanos was in this? Look at him in the back. It's basically blonde Thanos.
0: Do you? Like, oh, you think that character looks like Thanos? I disagree, but I, I support you.
2: I Okay, well, the hair gives me, like, Asgardian vibes, but, like, the big giant face with the big smile, I don't know. I'm giving, like, if Thanos was, like, blonde and had, I don't know. You're like, that's yes.
0: Thornos. That's Thor Thanos.
2: <laughs> it's Thornos, the knockoff <laughs> version. <laughs> it's store bot. Um, oh, I can see
1: his hair does is reminiscent of Loki's helmet with the horns.
0: Yeah, I see it. Alright, what do you think of this character front and center here with the green hair?
2: I keep I thought about last week's episode and
1: I was like with Gretchen
2: and like how <laughs> and how uh like there's some obsession with these characters wearing green. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I think green, this
0: is just like some color psychology. I think green is supposed to represent like fresh and new. And I think that's really like a big part of all these characters is like they're like the fresh, spry,
2: young person on the scene.
1: They're babies. They're
2: babies. Yeah. Okay. I do have a prediction, a bigger, bolder prediction for the character in the front. And it's not just because Skylar and I watched The Babysitter last night. But like, <laughs> do you guys remember how um, in the Home Alone franchise, the first two movies were Macaulay Culkin, and then the third one, they had that random kid for yeah. you know, Home Alone 3. I think he is going to play the random kid in The Babysitter 3, Revenge of the Babysitter.
0: I feel like I'm missing a lot of context on this
2: joke by not having seen The Babysitter with you guys last night. Um, and whose fault is that? And whose fault is that? Society. I'm gonna be
1: honest, Casey. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. That's
2: just what I was feeling. I feel like he... You gotta it's, let it's... him feel his feelings, Skyway. Oh, yeah, yeah no, wow.
1: I'm, I'm just saying.
2: Wow. Um, Did you guys let's know, let's know that you. I was gonna be abused to the, today?
0: <laughs> do you have a prediction on the name of this main character here in green?
2: I'm gonna say Tommy, because that's like a generic kid's name. There's always one name, Tommy.
0: Well, you also picked Tommy because Tommy's the Green Ranger. I, I
1: knew you were gonna point
2: that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes so that's Tommy also
1: way to go showing your biases wow. let's go
0: from here around uh kind of from you know clockwise from him we have this guy who looks a little menacing with uh some blonde hair as well and green and red gloves
2: green and red gloves oh is that the that's the guy to the Oh, clockwise, left. right? Oh, left of him, yep. right. <laughs> did you guys know I don't know what clockwise is? Um, <laughs> did you know that's what we're doing today? See, I couldn't even tell if there were gloves. I thought he had, like, had some sort of, like, amputation thing. And I couldn't really see, because I couldn't see his arms. So I was just like, it looks like he's been in a very bad accident. Now he's the filch of the Xavier Academy.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you think of this character uh, right above that, this uh, this girl with a uh, pink and navy outfit?
2: I was like, some reason I just said like Shadow Cat is what I thought. And I was like, God, wouldn't it be?
0: She has very strong Katie Pride energy.
2: Yes, I could, absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with that. Except, like I said, knockoff version, she's Ka- she's Katie Pride. So <laughs> it's just a...
0: She's Katie Ride. <laughs> Please uh, welcome think to about the stage, guy... Katie's Ride. What do you think about this guy with the red hair above her?
2: Oh, that is definitely a Pokemon Gym Master. Like, they had the original Elite Four, and then he, like, they're like, hang on, like, we'll see if we need you, stand by, um, you've got the hair right, but oh wait, we actually don't need you because we have this Elite Four, so I feel like he's an Elite Four knockoff.
0: You know what, though, I'll ask you, what type of team do you think he has?
2: Um, I think he's by. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) definitely a bottom
0: so to answer the question though casey
1: team of pokemon casey who what pokemon does he have oh um let's
2: see with that hair i'm feeling like like a poison pokemon kind of like not grass but has to be poison you know what i mean
0: okay um moving along we already know your thoughts on thornos thornos (laughs) for sure moving across thornos we have this guy with the black hair and the metal outfit
2: Oh, yeah. I, I thought when I saw him, I was, like, cosplaying as Transformer <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> That's just what I thought when I saw his pose and his outfit.
0: All right. Uh, the guy below him with white and red hair.
2: Oh, this is really specific and personal to me. There was this high school teacher we had, and she taught English in, like, Lakewood High School. Um, she, <laughs> she had all gray hair and then this one, like, pink blotch of hair right in the center. And I thought... How bizarre of a choice. Like when you go into the hairstyle center, just like, I just want one pink blotch in the center of my head. And so that's what he just reminded me of. So he probably teaches high school English.
0: We have mm-hmm. this uh, scared-looking character with purple and yellow outfit.
1: I was going to say, he's got grapes on his head.
2: Well, see, you know what's funny? Now I'm thinking of like, what's that? Is it Carmen Miranda? It's like Carmen Miranda Startup. Like, you don't get the full fruit basket on your head, you just get the grapes to start.
0: Um, and below them, we have this character uh, that has a frog-like tongue.
2: I mean, do you mean Toad from the uh, Brotherhood of Mutants?
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, as soon as you started with your X-Men theory, I was like, ooh, I know exactly what he's going to say about this character.
2: Mm-hmm. Ribbit, ribbit, for sure.
0: That is kind of going through the poster, going through a lot of the characters. And we have your thoughts on what you think the general plot is about. Do you have any ideas on what you think is going to happen in the first episode?
2: Uh, like any good hero story, it's going to be an origin story. <laughs> is that too obvious? <laughs> I think they'll discover they have powers. I think someone's going to get wronged. I think, you know, it's it's just going to be about that and then they're all going to meet each other. Is that too vague?
0: <laughs> no, I think that's perfect. Um, so with that prediction in mind, we are going to be taking our first break as we have Casey Watch episode 1 and 3 of My Hero Academia so you can get the full-fledged experience of that beginning arc and we will be back once we've listened to that. Stay tuned.
3: For decades, Quirk's Warehouse has been helping those afflicted by quirk mutations like the way they look. Were you born with the body of an orca, but still want to make a good first impression on your date? Do you have several fleshy appendages flanking your back, but still want to nail that first interview? Is your body made of pure smoke, nearly impossible to contain, but your wedding is in three weeks? Quirk's Warehouse knows that quality, comfort, and ability to form to any deeply mutated body are what our customers are looking for. Quirks Warehouse. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it.
0: All right, everyone, we're back, and we have watched episodes one and three of My Hero Academia. Casey, right off the bat, without getting too much into it, what did you think?
2: Obviously, I am. My quirk is that I am a psychic because I basically predicted this whole show. I loved it. It was X Men. I loved it.
0: You know, I mean, it is it is somewhat of a common trope, uh, but I think they do it very interestingly and very uniquely.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I love the uh, di- dynamic between um, All Might and uh, Midoriya. Is that his name? Wow, you remembered both of their names. Yes! I'm very proud of you, Casey. You better
1: work! I'm so it. proud of uh, you!
2: That's my quirk, is remembering names now. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs>
0: that, you've developed the quirk now because someone passed it off to you by eating their hair. full on we'll get into that as we go though (laughs) i don't want to get too into that yet um so let me give you guys some background on my hero academia my hero academia is written by kohei horikoshi it's been running as a manga since 2014 and is still ongoing i am fully caught up on the manga it has gone crazy places but the anime uh started in april of 2016 and is ongoing and is directed by kenji nagasaki tomo okubo and masahiro mukai
2: those are some tough names.
0: Those are, I mean, you know, it's a different language. You got to do what you got to do.
2: Right. Is your quirk pronouncing names?
0: Uh, clearly not. I was going to say. <laughs> it's your kryptonite. Let's start with episode one. Let's just kind of go through it. and You guys jump in where you guys have something that you wanted to bring up. So the episode starts as we get a bit of a flashback to some time ago where a young Izuku Midoriya stands up to Bakugo in order to defend another child from being bullied. Bakugo doesn't take Deku seriously, as that is what he calls him, and mocks him for being quirkless and attempting to play hero. And then it seems like uh, Bakugo and his two friends just beat up Midoriya.
2: He's a f-ing scrub. I full on wrote, uh, you know, to quote Friday Green haired kid got knocked the out. <laughs>
0: yep.
1: Now, PJ, what does Deku mean? Deku? In this context. Is it
2: Art Deku?
1: <laughs> They're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> No. But it could be his nickname.
2: So meta.
0: So if you're a Legend of Zelda fan, Deku are a race of creatures in the Legend of Zelda. But it is actually an abbreviation of the word Deku no Bo, which means good for nothing.
1: Basically in the context, it means useless person. Yeah, someone
2: who can't do anything. <laughs> I've been heard th- I've heard that.
0: Uh and I mean, not to get too again into the future, but uh he takes the name Deku as his hero name. Then we move to another flashback where we start learning the history of quirks in this world. One day long ago in China, a luminescent baby was born with a unique power, probably to be luminescent. Then as time passed, the similar phenomenon happened all over the world. And soon the majority of the population, 80% to be exact, had obtained superhuman powers known as quirks. Due to that, people were able to pursue being heroes and, unfortunately, villains as a profession.
2: Um, I said this straight up is the X-Men. Well, and it's kind then... <laughs> of, it's like if the X-Men
0: um, was, like, so much more. Like, if 80% of the world had the X-Gene.
1: Oh, well, uh, yeah. It was just more acceptable.
0: Yeah, people don't hate the people with the quirks like they do in X-Men.
2: That's because the quirk people are the majority.
0: You know, you're not wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> By the way, for some reason, when they're, like, talking about their quirks, I don't know why, it made, it made me laugh because I was just thinking, like, I remember when they were advertising for the Zoe Deschanel show, The New Girl, and they're just like, she's so quirky. And this made me laugh because now I just think everyone's trying to be Zoe Deschanel with their quirks.
1: Oh my God.
2: So we flash back (laughs) to the fight
0: uh, over in uh, current time as uh, the hero Death Arms punches the giant monster. Then we see the hero Backdraft, keeping citizens at a safe distance before the hero, Kamoe Woods, battles like a gigantic criminal. Uh, what did you think of these introductions of, like, this world full of heroes?
2: Oh, I love that. I did think it was interesting because those clout-chasing girls really loved Fantastic Groot, as uh, I called The Fantastic <laughs> <guy>. Groot. <laughs> he was. Yeah, I'm just going he's pretty Group. sexy well, looking. He does have that, like, charisma. I'm not, I, I did feel it.
0: Yeah, he does.
1: Now, PJ, you said that he's pretty sexy. Do you think he has to worry about splinters when it comes to... Bedroom stuff.
0: Um, there aren't splinters. He very clearly has all of his wood lacquered. As his weapon, as his final attack that he tries to
2: use on the enemy is
0: lacquered chain prison.
2: Okay, I, we've all wanted to lacquer his wood for sure.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, but before he gets to do that, the new hero on the scene, Mount Lady, Ugh. shows up and uses her canyon cannon to defeat him. I love him.
1: her, and she has a phenomenal ass. Oh I mean, my yeah, God, She yes.
2: literally brings it up. Okay, I wrote down the exact quote she said. Go for it, Casey. Spo- uh,
0: read it back to us.
2: Okay, I, I can't deliver it like Mountain Lady, but I had to write it down because it's so important. She says, and I quote, a pleasure to meet your ass acquaintance." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so phenomenal. So yeah, Mount Lady comes in. She's hella hot, hella giant. So people are about it. She has the quirk of gigantification. So she she isn't permanently big. She can make herself big. And everyone is, like, obsessed with her. Meanwhile, Midoriya is just writing notes, like, oh, my God, who's this new hero? What's her power? And he's just writing down all these things. Clearly a super nerd. And this guy next to Midoriya is like, wow, you're a fanboy. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's For really sure. cute. And, yeah.
0: And <laughs> We have the moment where uh, he notices that he's writing notes. And he's like, wow, you're so studious. Like, you're going to be a great hero one day. And it really, like, makes Midoriya's day.
2: Oh yeah, and he's like, you're, "You're gonna make it one day." I did think, because like at around this time, they talked about like what the government, how the government pays the heroes, and I thought, "God, that sucks," because it's basically like these heroes have to work commission, and I thought that was really tough.
0: You know, yes and no. I mean, yeah, you. I mean, you learn more about it as the series goes along, but it is kind of like commission based in a sense. But luckily, there's just so many bad people around.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it's very interesting to see how the government classifies people as heroes and villains. And the anime does get more into it, but in Rhode Island, the government makes everyone with quirks as heroes, but like they only approve mm-hmm. seven people, so they start arresting everybody else. But that's America, baby.
0: Yeah. That's right. We move back to Aldera Junior High, where Midoriya is a student. The teacher is giving a lecture to the class about considering their futures, Bakugo is very much like don't group me in with these losers Mm. they might want to go to the hero track but I'm gonna be the ultimate hero I'm gonna go to UA high school and I am going to be (laughs) the best of the best unlike these extras
2: by the way I'm so glad you brought that up I was for sure watching this I was like he is for sure the Gary of this season like I was waiting for him at the end to be full-on like smell you later Midoriya Oh, like
0: Gary from Pokemon. I could definitely say that. Yeah, full on. I mean, you know, he is that, like, shounen friend antagonist, like I like to call them. They're the one that, like, they're close, and realistically, like, they would do things for each other if if worse came to worse, but they'll always have, like, a rivalry. Mm -hmm. Like a Gary, like a Sasuke, like a Vegeta.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I totally know all those people. (laughs)
0: <laughs> as kachan is going off about how amazing he is and how he's going to surpass all might as the top hero the teacher mentions that izuku midoriya also wants to go to ua and the whole class turns to face him and erupt in laughter as we officially learn that midoriya has no quirk to this day izuku's classmates say there's no way he will be able to get into the hero course all he can do a study izuku attempts to defend himself but katsuki aims an explosion at him saying that Midoriya shouldn't put himself in the same level as him since he's quirkless. Midoriya explains that he is not trying to compete with him and is only trying to follow the dream he had since he was a little kid, and he will not know if he can accomplish it if he doesn't try. He wants
2: to be the very best.
0: Like no one ever was. Bakugo explains that the exam is going to be impossible for him, and the whole class looks down on Midoriya snickering.
1: They're like, f*** you, Scrib. <laughs> yep,
0: full on. Elsewhere, a villain with a fluid, slime-like body is on the loose. As a crowd nearby watches him run away, a person comments that there's no end to the villains in this society. A man then answers from behind them and says, There is indeed an end to them, because he is there. Back at Izuku's middle school, he picks up his notebook while reading about the incident on his phone. But as he gets ready to head home and take notes, Bakugo approaches him with his friends in tow. Same friends from when he was a little kid. Come on, get some new friends, bud. Uh, and he takes his notebook and explodes it, not to the point where it's in smithereens, just enough to like burn it to send a message, I guess. And then throws it out the window.
1: He's uh very mean.
0: Very mean,
2: mean, mean Bakugo.
1: Mean, mean, Bobi. <laughs> the
2: same thing happens in the babysitter PJ, which you would have known if you had watched last night. This is now a yeah.
0: babysitter podcast.
2: <laughs> you know what? PJ is over. Party start it. Get it trending. <laughs>
0: so he throws the notebook out the window and starts taunting midoriya and all of his friends do and they're like wow you're not even gonna say anything and then midoriya finally like musters the courage to say something and then baku goes just like exploding in his hands he's like were you gonna say something he's like no i wasn't
2: that's right shut your (laughs) ass up
0: (laughs) we see uh midoriya go downstairs pick up his notebook out of the koi pond and he's very mad he curses actually here which i I don't know why I don't remember him cursing in this show. We have a flashback to when Midoriya was much younger and he is getting his mom to show him a video he has clearly seen millions of times of All Might making his debut as a hero and saving over 100 people.
1: While smiling.
0: And says that same line we heard earlier, the because I am here
2: line.
1: What did you think about his debut? I loved
2: it. I was thinking of the scene where Midoriya is watching All Might and, like, he's got the little, like, toy figurine in his hand. That fully reminded me of, like, Jingle All the Way with Turbo Man. I don't know. I just got flashbacks Aww. about that.
0: Um, no, but for sure, I, I think that's a very valid comparison. And, obviously, he's a huge All Might stand. Like, as he's watching this video, he's holding an All Might toy. He has All Might posters up. Like, he is all in on Wearing All Might. Wearing a little
1: Might. cute costume. Like, pajama costume of all my...
0: Izuku says he wants to be just like him when he grows up, and then we get a hard cut to his doctor being like, yeah, sorry, he doesn't have a quirk. They explain that as people develop quirks, they also lose one of the joints in their pinky toes, because they're just evolving. As a side note, we as a species do not need <laughs> our pinky toes anymore, and there's like a very prevailing theory that we will lose them.
1: If humans wow. continue existing. full um, on. <laughs> I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. But, I think crows are going to take over. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you think a lot of people, after seeing this, were, like, trying to chop off and, like, amputate their pinky toe? Like, I will get my quirk.
0: I mean, you haven't seen me without my shoes on in a while, Casey. I have some disturbing
2: news for you. Oh, my God. Y'all. Uh,
0: but we learned that since he has both joints in his pinky toe, it means he is quirkless. Later that day, Midori is watching the video again, and he's crying. And he's crying with like this big smile on his face, which is, you know, just so devastating. And he asks, it's so
1: depressing. He,
0: he asks his mom if he can still be a hero like all Might, to Twitch. He starts crying and apologizing to him, which we kind of flash back to present, where Meori is like, "That's not what I wanted to hear, which is fair. You don't want to ask your mom, like, "Can yeah. I still live my dreams?" And they're just like, "I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> Sucks to suck, my child."
2: I'm sorry, you're just going to have to live with both of your joints and your pinky toe. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) But as Midoriya is kind of trying to psych himself back up, the runaway slime-like villain shows up behind him and uh, starts trying to force his way into his mouth to steal his body.
1: This is what I told PJ when we saw this scene. I was like, I've seen this porn before.
2: (laughs) Full on. I've seen this guy try this move with me.
0: (laughs) But luckily, you see a pothole cover fly up in the air as All Might makes his presence known. And as soon as he does, he uses his Texas smash against the villain and just completely obliterates the villain.
2: Do you think this is their way of like reaching out to their Texas fan base? Because obviously, Texas is the hub for anime.
0: Yes. Well, actually, Funimation is based in Texas. That is not a joke.
1: Do you know what Funimation is, Casey? No, I have
2: no idea. Funimation
0: is one of the biggest like American like, redubbing in anime-producing studios.
2: Huh. How about that? You know, I do a special move also. It's called the Texas Toast.
0: <laughs> Midoriya vaguely sees All Might and faints shortly thereafter. And when he wakes up, he's shocked to see his idol right in front of him. He asks for his autograph, but All Might has already signed his book. He's, like, on top of it. He knows how to get on those fanboys' good side. All Might starts trying to leave uh, with the villain in custody, which he's put into little plastic bottles. And as he starts leaving, he realizes that a Midoriya has grabbed onto his leg and is just, like, warbling on him.
1: I was going to say, he's just like, wow, you're, like, overbearing, weird fanboy... Um, please get off me, and then Midori has to remind him that, like, oh, yeah, I don't have a quirk, I'll die. Well, he
2: doesn't say I don't have a quirk. He's like, if I let go, I'll die. And he's like, oh, you're right. (laughs) Good thought. Um, I was going to say, this also is just like an experience I would have with Mariah Carey. She would try to fly away, and I would hold on for dear life, and she'd say, get off me, you quirkless peasant. True. (laughs) All Might
0: lands on a nearby building, but before he does, you see a little bit of blood starts coming from his mouth, and a worried look kind of express across his face and he says and <laughs> when it happens which again i was i forgot how much they cursed in the beginning of this series all might lands on the rooftop midori asks if he can wait he says i will not wait and you see him have like these flashbacks to like people telling him he's never gonna accomplish anything he's quirkless his mom saying i'm sorry and he finally musters up the courage to ask can i still be a hero if i don't have a quirk and that is where episode one ends what did you think of that
2: oh so touching I mean, just like, I love, really, like, the episode really made me root for Midoriya. I think just the heart he's bringing in to the series, like, because everyone is a superhero. I mean, or everyone has these quirks, but to see someone who is, like, I don't know, has this, like, inner strength without having the quirk to back it up is just beautiful. Yeah. He's thinking outside the box with how he's going to be a hero. I don't know.
0: Which we get to a little bit in episode two, which you saw some of. So we jumped to episode two. Casey, the only things that you missed from episode two were you get to see all might untransform and you see him in his weakened state, which you see a little bit of an, an episode three and in the clip you saw from episode two. And you actually learn that it is because he was in, in his last big fight, he was hit so hard. He took so much damage that one blow basically destroyed his lungs. Uh, mm-hmm. And he only has like half capacity to breathe at this point. So he doesn't have the strength to maintain his fully powered up form all the time. Like he used to. And then Midoriya asks him like, are you, can I still be a hero? And he, know, he tells him like, it's not quirks. Don't make the hero decisions, make a hero. And he actually tells him, which comes up a little later, like a hero is someone that sacrifices themselves. No matter what a hero is someone that runs in without even thinking about it, which then leads us to, um, where we see the sludge monster actually got loose from All Might's pants uh, when he was uh, gripping with <laughs> Midoriya. Yeah, that did sound a little dirty, didn't it?
2: <laughs> they should have, the slime monster escaped All Might. The sludge
0: monster got loose from All Might's pants. Uh, and then uh, actually breaks free and ends up encountering Bakugo and capturing him, which is where you started watching this clip of the scene where all of the heroes are standing back. The reason they're standing back is because since he has Bakugo fully encased, they don't want to hurt him and in doing so accidentally killing Bakugo. So that's why all the heroes are standing back and All Might doesn't have the strength to turn into his full All Might form because of how much strength he used earlier.
1: With his interaction with Yes, and he's kind of just standing off
0: to the side being like, oh my God, I'm such a failure. This kid's going to die on my watch. I can't believe this. And then Midoriya does the unexpected and just, without even thinking, runs to try to save Bakugo. And it shocks everybody, including All Might and Bakugo. Including, including Midoriya. Midoriya. Honestly, he was like, What is happening? My he's legs like, are my moving. Legs won't Stop
2: exactly. moving.
0: Uh, what did you think of that? Was it like a really cool heroic moment?
2: I loved it. Like I said, it spoke to the fact that, like like, he's not this. Like, he's the hero without the quirk, which somehow makes him even more of a hero. And the like the instincts for him to just jump into action. I think that really speaks to um, the audience, like just making us all feel like we could be a hero at any moment. And I I just thought it was such a beautiful moment.
0: And the slime monster is getting upset and is about to try to kill Deku, basically. And luckily in that moment, Midoriya's heroism inspires all might and he sacrifices his own body and he goes into his full form, even though it's causing him to bleed profusely from the mouth. And he catches the blast and ends up saving the day.
2: It was beautiful. Um, I will say the blood from the mouth, kinda gross, but I get it. you you, you know, it's just uh Yeah. I think he honestly could have stopped that slime monster by just bleeding out of his mouth on him.
0: <laughs> he's like a squirtle with blood. I
1: was gonna say it's it's tuberculosis <laughs> he and he's gonna pass it off. Oh my god has the consumption it and it's highly contagious. <laughs> the consumption <laughs> uh, That's a after
0: this though. Um, and you see a little bit of this at the beginning of episode three, after everything is said and done, All Might looks to Midoriya in an alleyway again and says, you can be a hero and I'm going to give you my power. And that is where we start episode three. Uh, so we learn that All Might's power isn't well known, even though he is insanely popular and everyone kind of knows everyone's power. People don't know exactly what power All Might has. He reveals to Deku that his power is called one for all. And that it is essentially passed down from one hero to another and increasingly gets more – and gets exponentially more powerful as it gets passed along as it gains all the power and experience of the previous users and passes it on to the next. It's a very insanely cool and powerful
2: power. Um, I did think that was really cool. Um, I know in our – In our first pilot episode, we talked about the rise of Skywalker. (laughs) But somehow I thought about that again now. I was like, yeah, it's just like when Rey called on all the powers of the Jedi. Totally get it, right?
0: I mean, kind of, honestly. We learn a little bit more about All Might here. Obviously, we learn about his power. We learn about his history a little bit. Some notes for you, Casey, uh, which you obviously won't learn from these episodes, are that All Might gains his power from this other very respected hero at the time, And then he goes and does his, like, hero, like, essentially internship in America. And that is why he says so many American words. Like, when he's like, okay. And, you know, his names of his weapons, the names of his attacks are things like Texas Texas smash, Smash. Detroit smash, St. Louis smash.
2: Texas toast.
0: (laughs) He tells Midoriya that he's willing to pass on the quirk to him. And when Midoriya asks why, he says, you know, in that entire situation full of professional heroes, you were the only one that was willing to be a hero. And you risked your life to save your friend. And honestly, I have been looking for a successor. And the second I saw you do that, I knew it was you. Which was so beautiful.
1: Yeah. Aww. Aww.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Midoriya does not hesitate <laughs> to accept the proposal. To which All Might then says he's going to have to train his body up so that he can be strong enough to take his quirk. Then we enter... The training montage, which is an excellent training montage.
1: The training montage is such a shonen staple, and yeah, it's incredible.
0: So it takes 10 months, so we get a lot of content. I don't want to go through every minute of the training montage, so I just wanted to ask each of you, what was your favorite part of the training montage? Casey?
2: Um, my favorite part was watching All Might basically uh, do full-on child labor, with uh, <laughs> freaking uh Midori and just like what like sitting on the whatever the refrigerator or something like that and watching him try to pull that, I was just like, O M G, this kid's gonna get heat stroke and die. But like, I don't know. I guess that I guess the dream of trash pickup is a uh, really a noble one.
0: What about you, Sky?
1: My favorite would be when All Might realizes that Midoriya has been um, working out. Uh, outside of the schedule and he's like no you can overwork yourself this is you know you can't do this like you're gonna burn yourself out and then it was just like a really it was just a really soft and sweet moment between the two of them because Midoriya is just like look I recognize that I'm not ready I need to do everything I can I need to work you know twice as hard as everyone else and I think that's just another uh, like adding to the convictions that Midoriya has. And uh, it's inspiring to All Might that he made the correct choice.
0: My favorite part was when Midoriya is training by swimming and randomly All Might gets hit on by all those girls and he just starts flexing his muscles. Oh, hell yeah. That was my favorite part. <laughs> So we get to the end of the training montage as it is the day of the entrance exam to UA Academy and we see Midoriya standing triumphantly screaming on top of a pile of trash as All Might looks out at the beach and sees that not only has Midoriya fully cleaned it, but he cleaned even more than he was asked to. And then he falls and All Might catches him and is very much like, Wow, you're amazing. I'm so impressed by you.
1: Like, he just truly cares about the environment. Do you think... Do you think maybe
2: the reason that I'm still fat is because I haven't picked up enough trash?
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) I think so too.
0: So we see All Might tell Midoriya that he is now a worthy vessel for one for all. All Might uh, shows him a picture of what he looked like at the beginning of this process and takes a look at him now. And he's clearly like jacked. Like he has a six pack. He's got muscles on muscles. He's not like built like a brick house or anything, but he's very lean muscle.
1: She's a brick house,
2: house.
0: <laughs> but yeah no he is r- he's ripped
2: I was gonna say um, All Might is is coming for Captain Planet's gig with this trash pickup that's all I have to say about that Captain
1: you know, Planet he's
0: a hero take pollution
1: mm-hmm. down to zero
0: speaking of heroes we finally have the scene where All Might is going to pass on his quirk to Midoriya we have this very inspirational speech that ends with now eat my hair <laughs>
2: Once again, I've heard that from some guys. <laughs> they always give you an inspirational speech, and then they say, eat my hair.
0: They also say, I just need to get my DNA into you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Full on. <laughs> Honestly. So, uh, All Might
0: knows that the only way to pass on one for all is to give Midoriya his DNA, and he feels the most responsible way of doing that is by having him eat the hair, which grosses out Midoriya a lot.
1: It grosses out audience. me, too. Like, it literally is pretty gross. Is. I think
0: it's supposed to be pretty gross.
1: Yeah. That's a nightmare.
0: We cut to Midoriya arriving at UA High School in time for the entrance exam. As he is about to go in, he sees Kachan and is very much like, hey, let's do our best. And Kachan kind of ignores him, which is very shocking to Midoriya. He's used to him being just mean to him.
1: The aggressor.
0: But I think there's a little mm-hmm. bit of, uh, even a minor amount of like respect because he did kind of help save his life.
1: Right. But yeah. obviously he's still a
0: jerk. As Midori is pumping himself up, he starts walking and he's so determined that he trips and doesn't even notice it uh, until he realizes he's floating. At which point we notice that another girl entering the school, who we later learn is Uraraka, one of the main characters, Best has girl. used her gravity quirk to help him from not falling.
2: I, I had no idea what her, her like quirk was because I was like, was it just stopping people that fall over? Is that your quirk? Because that seems real specific. Um, <laughs> Alexa, play Gravity by John Mayer.
0: Uh, oh, God, Casey, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is a trap, you guys. Have you ever tried to make a joke and then uh, Echo tries to kill you?
1: Yeah, that's why you use the one that you don't have. See, I wouldn't say Google. I would say Alexa. A little
2: bit Alexa. Oh, see. <laughs> a little out bit out of Alexa. Alexa. Oh, my God.
0: So Uraraka wishes Deku luck and walks in, at which point Deku has a realization that he talked to a girl. And the subtitle under him says, Did not talk to a girl. Because he didn't say anything. He was shocked the entire time.
2: It's so funny. How come every girl that wears pink is somehow always the love interest?
0: Because pink is the color of love. Everything's color psychology, Casey. Like when you brought up that all the heroes wear green. It's all color psychology.
2: Wow. See, I'm learning so much.
0: Inside (laughs) UA, we have the pro hero, Present Mike who is so goddamn cool, but no one is, like, here for it. Like, he's like, are you ready? And everyone is just silent.
1: They're all f***ing disgraces.
0: He explains the test that they will be taking a part in, and Midori the entire time is just like, oh my god, that's President Mike, I listen to him on the radio, oh my god, let's write down all these notes. We get this other student stand-up when President Mike says... There are three types of monsters that will give you points, even though we see four listed. And he's very much like, you said there's only three, but there are four listed. Is this a mistake? How can such a prestigious school make a mistake? Also, you in the back and points to Midoriya. And he's like, you've been talking this entire time and it's super disturbing. If you're not going to take this seriously, you should get out of here. And everyone's like, oh my God.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: He becomes one of my favorite characters, Tenya Ida, Wonderful, wonderful boy. He is not this much of an asshole the entire time.
2: I, you know what, though, real talk, I was like, there's some people in class sometimes that they just, like, talk and just, like, make it about themselves, and you just want them to shut the hell up. Exactly. You know, um, we need those people to call them out, so I yeah. celebrate them.
0: We're all a stands <laughs> here. And we kind of get the wrap-up of the rules as we get everyone ready to enter their assigned locations and... Midoriya resolves to use every ounce of power he gained from All Might's training to pass the practical test. That is where we end episode three. What did you think, Case?
2: Yes, I love that they ended the episode as they were going to do, what was it called? Battle cen- Battle Center, or as yeah. I would know it as, the Danger Room. The Danger Room.
1: The Danger Room.
2: And that's when Cyclops came out with Wolverine, and Storm, and Jean Grey, and all the rest of the X-Men. <laughs> So, of
0: what you've seen so far, what do you think of the anime?
2: Oh, I love it. It's so fun. You know what? It's some things that are like different, I guess, about this versus, I guess, other similar hero like stories. Um, first of all, it's really about like the relationships, I guess, that makes it different, like between All Might and Midoriya. I like that, like the scene with him like showing his progress and just like there was an intimate level. That made it feel so important for, like, what was happening. of Him giving in his power. And then also, like, I guess I just enjoyed the fact that, like, like I said, with Majoria not having a quirk to begin with uh, makes him just that much more of a hero. So it's, I don't know. I, I really loved it.
1: All right, Casey. What do you think will happen in the series moving forward?
2: Okay, so here's what I think is going to happen moving forward. I think that, because I don't know how long All Might's going to live. Obviously, he's going to die, right? And then Midori is going to have all his powers. And then he's going to become, like, the big icon that All Might is. And then uh, I feel like, like, in my, I don't know if, I don't know if the show is, like, still going on or they've stopped making the show. It is still going on. Um, okay. Well, I feel like, like, the end of the show is going to see that, like, that original slime monster is somehow going to evolve. Or there's some sort of connection to that slime monster where that's gonna be like the big bad at the end of the show, you know what I mean? That's an interesting theory. I like it. Uh, PJ, um, I have a question for you. Answer. Um if if Midoria was a villain, what would his name be?
0: Medumia His name would be Decoom.
2: Okay. Dek- no oh my- Or Deck Doom. Uh no, his name would be Midoria Sour. Because he's such a sour puss. <laughs> Exactly. Oh,
1: God.
2: Uh, <laughs> that was for you, PJ, for sure. Oh,
1: so I would be able to team up with him because alcoholism. Yes.
2: <laughs> that is Skylar's quirk.
1: <laughs> so, Casey, they actually played the opening in the beginning of the episode. How did you feel about it? What did it tell you?
2: So I love that they actually did it in the opening This with this particular episode. Yeah, screw um, you, Demon say, Yeah, <laughs> like, you can burn in hell for that. Um, I'm just kidding. Well, there's already demons. They know what hell is. Anyways, so the, um, I did like that it was in the beginning. I guess what I wrote down just about the theme song, because honestly, okay, don't, don't try to comfort my wig. I did feel like while the theme song was great, I didn't feel it to be super memorable, at least for me. Um, I enjoyed it, but like, I just was like, eh, all right. And yeah. I wrote down, I love, the the opening titles reminded me, like of uh teen titans with like the multi-colors with the heroes in the front
0: oh yeah i totally see that um i mean i don't disagree with you i like this opening but it is definitely not the best opening that my hero academia has had uh which we will show you a few in the playlist uh that we are going to be showing you a little later on a little info on the opening It is called The Day, and it is performed by
2: Porno Graffiti. Have you guys ever done Porno Graffiti?
0: I have not. I don't exactly know what that means. Oh, Skylar has without me. That's (laughs) offensive. So
1: basically, it's uh, some niche. It's uh, some porno and some uh, graffiti art uh, using extremities that can only be viewed on um, an OnlyFans.
2: Skylar does porno graffiti of anime characters eating each other's hair. (laughs) <laughs> a <la> my hero <laughs> academia my hero academia
0: <laughs> uh casey there's also an outro song here what did you think of the outro song
2: a similar feelings like i listened to it forgettable and, uh, yeah forgettable like i was like okay like okay
0: yeah Again, it's fine again it gets better as the series goes on but this outro is heroes by brian the sun all right casey we have your thoughts on the show you watched episode one some of episode two all of episode three we have your series moving forward and we know what you think of the opening and the closing now we're going to take another quick break we're going to show casey a playlist of some of the more memorable moments for the rest of the series as a whole as well as some of the other openings and we'll be back with his hot takes on some of that so we'll see you real soon
3: All Might is the strongest hero around. Now you too can train to become the symbol of peace by joining All Might's gym. Day in and day out as you work to clean up local beaches. Members of all ages are welcome. Do not research local child labor laws. You'll get swole beyond belief by eating real human hair. The power to be a hero is within you. Join All Might's gym to get a hair eatery, child labor camp, ecological cleanup project, and gym, all for one, low, low price. Just ask a longtime member, Matthew McConaughey.
0: Ever since I joined the gym, I've gotten as strong as All Might, All Might, All Might. Join now. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. PJ here, your favorite weeb, thanking you for listening to our little old podcast. The response to episode one wasn't record-breaking, but it was way more than the three of us ever expected. You guys are all pretty plus ultra in my book. We're still working on some audio kinks, so we appreciate your patience while we wait on new mics and work to improve our setups. You know what else would be very plus ultra of you? Engaging with us on social media. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at pod. Find us on Facebook by searching for Kawaii Disappointment Podcast or go to our website, kawaii-disappointment.pinecast.co for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. We appreciate everyone who is spreading the word about us. Next week, we'll be back with a brand new episode where we have Casey watch one of Skylar's favorite anime, and mine too, Fruits Basket. We hope you'll join us. All right, we're back from our last break, and we had Casey watch a series of videos uh, showing some of the stuff from the rest of the series, as well as some of our other openings for this show, because Skylar and I do have some other favorites. Casey, what do you think now that you've got all that extra context?
2: Oh my gosh, um, definitely this is a, a hero series that you've never experienced before, I feel like, you know, it's it's somehow, like, it's so outside the box of some of the powers, I feel like. And just, like, as I kind of spoke about before, about how, like, the relationships between the characters really do make this series so unique, you know? Um, I'm definitely interested in watching more of this. Awesome. And
1: you're right. It's truly uh, so creative with some of just the quirks that they come up with. Like, it's just, like, how do you go and even think about that and creating it?
0: Yeah. I honestly love so many of the quirks. I think they... And as the series goes along, they evolve the quirks. So like all of these students, like their quirks aren't just gonna be that forever. Like they evolve because they, they learn how to use them in different ways. It's like my favorite hero of the series, um, is Kirishima, who is the one that can get hard. As a rock. <laughs> at, as a rock. And he, he honestly in the later seasons becomes one of the best characters. And I feel
1: because uh something really quick pj we didn't actually include uh in the videos which is uh bad is that uh, midoriya still doesn't have his body ready for um all for one and so anytime he uses his power it like it breaks his bones and like shatters like
2: Oh, i was just gonna say like i can relate to that uh skylar though because like I know it's like every summer comes around and I'm like, I don't have my summer body ready and I always struggle. So I feel like he and I really relate on that level. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Except
0: right. you don't break your arm every time, you, every time you try to do something cool.
1: No, it's just oh, like true. It's you guys are all f-ing lucky. I'm not plus ultra, so you're not in love with me.
0: Shh, when I'm plus ultra, totally. it's over for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Full on. Um, but you know what I truly do love about the show and you will experience as you go along, if you do choose to keep watching it is all of the characters do get spotlighted. Like it's not like they're not unimportant side characters. Like I could literally name an arc or an episode or two where every single one of these other students has had a time to shine and really stand out as their own hero.
1: Um, now PJ, um, I was going to ask you. Uh, because P- uh, cause Casey doesn't have the full context. Who do you think, if Casey were to watch the whole series, his favorite hero would be?
0: If Casey were to watch the full series, I think his favorite hero would honestly stay Deku, which I respect. Unlike a lot of shows with a lot of side characters, where you kind of get tired of the main character and start falling in love with the sides, Deku is truly just an amazing character. I think Casey would be a troll and say that his favorite character is Mineta, though. Just to, like, rile us
1: up. See, I think... That feels like me. I think Casey's favorite would be best genist.
0: Oh, my God. Casey's favorite would be best genist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Casey, best genist <laughs> is a guy that is in an, an all-gene outfit that goes all the way up to, like, his nose because he has, like, a huge, like, puffed-up neck on it. And his superpower is that mm. he controls the threads, and he can, like, do super crazy powers with
2: it oh he works the canadian tuxedo i love that and he has like uh, like, swooped
0: blonde hair it's he's perfect
2: oh my god i'm so jealous i want that for me
1: if you look at the um group chat i've sent you a picture of best genist
2: oh my god i love that look at that very like fashion forward like oh honey not belt to my waist no belt to my nose honey (laughs) it is so real I love that. I celebrate that. Also, what a fabulous thing to wear for quarantine. Says so
1: stay away. Responsible.
0: So, we didn't actually have many clips of him. So, when I said that you would say Minetta just to troll us, Mineta is the like standard thing in every shonen anime, which is like the super lecherous perv.
1: And crybaby. <laughs> and
0: crybaby. But unlike a character mm. like Sinitsu, he is not redeemable in this life. No, he's not. If anyone disgusting. says that he is. They can get out of here. I do not like Mineta. I wish he was gone. Cancel Mineta. Cancel Mineta.
2: Mineta is over party. Mineta is over try, party.
0: You know, I don't like Zenitsu, but he has value. Mineta has nothing. Yeah. Out
2: Mineta. <laughs> By the way, I was going to say, I do have, um, I did write down two of my thoughts on some of the characters, um, uh, like some of the superheroes that we kind of reviewed because there were so many. I There were two that stuck out to me. One like frog girl sue you know you know sue yeah yeah like she don't you feel like you guys have met that girl like in class there's always that awkward girl who has just like really weird intense energy uh and like just i don't know that's what i got from sue and the experiences i've had with well, her.
0: well yeah frog girl sue is like one of those girls that like runs to and from class for no reason
2: mm-hmm. yes like a
1: Naruto, Naruto run, you know, like <laughs> oh, really awkward so,
0: running. He's such a cute baby.
1: Yeah, she's she's so nice baby. though.
0: She is literally yeah. one of the coolest characters. I love her.
2: Yeah, I hope they protect her. I hope she's okay.
0: Her hero name is Fropi, and I think that's super
2: cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh! The other person I did write down. Um, I what's her name? Mo- I I wrote down her first name is Momo. Do you guys know I'm talking oh, uh, about creation. Oh, yeah, Momaru.
0: Yeah, the one who can create things.
2: Yeah. I said, <laughs> I, I, I said her power is creation, but I think her quirk is really those tiggle bitties.
0: <laughs> you know, it comes up a lot. She, you know, I mean, a lo- almost all of the Yuri students. It's an anime, it's a manga. They draw them very, very seductively, which is a little uncomfy when you consider that they are all teenagers. Yeah, they're all fifteen. But I di- exactly. But I digress. The first scene that you got to see her in was where she had she had no shirt and she was full breasts out and like her nipples were covered by the earphone jack. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all been there? Haven't we all been there? I I'm glad to hear your opinion on some of the other heroes, especially cuz they're so interesting.
1: PJ, I was going to ask you, do you know who my favorite hero is? No, who's your favorite character, Skylar? So, um it's it's kind of stupid and I just like I just love him so much, but it's definitely uh Naval Laser. <laughs>
0: Uh his name is a naval laser. It's you Casey guys. do you wanna know Casey no 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 Casey, do you wanna know what his hero name is? Do you wanna know so he has a naval laser, that's a superpower.
1: Yeah.
0: His hero name is I cannot stop twinkling.
1: <gasps> I had a video You're of lying. him.
0: His hero name is I cannot stop twinkling. Everyone else is like, oh, what's your name? And he's like, Deku, and like, my hero name is like this, my hero name Froppy. is that. Uh, and, uh, it's funny, uh, Bakugo says he wants his hero name to be King Explosion Murder, (laughs) (laughs) but when they get to, when they get to him, he says, my name is, I cannot stop twinkling.
2: (laughs) You better work. I I had a
1: whole video for you, Casey, about, uh, just like this compilation of him twinkling and sparkling.
2: Okay, wait, while we're, while we're still on this topic... I have a question for you guys. You guys aren't prepared for this. Okay. But, okay, because they have these really specific quirks, imagine we are in the universe, uh, world of My Hero Academia. What would your guys' very unique quirk be?
0: You know, Skyler, do you have a quirk that you Not have thought yet. of? Not
1: I'm thinking about it.
0: I think my quirk is just an extension of something I have in my life, which would. the quirk would essentially be that any information that I see is, like, Permanently stored in my brain and I can pull it out whenever I need it. Right. Mm. And um the power would be called Ultrafile.
1: Okay. Mm. So I was thinking, I was like, oh, like maybe something like very crafty because like passions and stuff. And I'm sitting here looking at my like Junji Ito painting and I'm just like, Something that I do is I start talking so passionately about something, especially, like, horror genre and anime, etc., that it starts to make people, like, uncomfortable. Like, there have been several times at work where we're just having great conversations, and then I just take the intensity up a little too high and everyone's like oh okay so I have um the power to make people just feel uncomfortable and it kind of immobilizes them
2: I full-on thought you were gonna say I want my power to be self (laughs) (laughs) control."
0: what would you call your power Skylar
1: um oh god I don't know
0: I would just call it like the power could just be like social deterrent
1: yeah yeah that would be Really quick, um, I have a hero persona for Casey. Um, I would call you mm. the guilt collector because you collect people's guilt, and then Ooh, you would—I
2: sure do—and <laughs>
1: you would collect all their guilt. But then you could, um, smash them like literally turn that into physical weights and like bestow it upon the people that like you know, have wronged you.
0: There's actually precedents for stuff like that in the show. There's this one guy who. But I'm pretty positive it's something like the more shame he feels, the more powerful he is. So like he Mm. becomes—he's like when they introduce one of the new evil organizations, he's working for them and he's walking around naked.
1: Oh, and then yeah, he needs people to like shame. He needs to
0: feel the shame. Yeah. So that's actually there's actually precedent for like feelings-based powers.
1: Nice. So Mm. he's like the epitome of don't yuck. A yum.
0: Don't yuck someone else's yum.
1: Don't kink shame.
2: Don't kink oh shame. Oh, my Lord. If so, only we had... You know, we could recreate that if we had a Patreon or OnlyFans account. I'm just saying, DJ. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so,
0: Casey, with all of that, everything that you've seen, everything that we've had you watch supplementarily, I have two questions for you before we have our end of episode segments. So, first of all, you did hear a few other theme songs, and just general songs from the show. Which would you say was your favorite?
2: You know what's funny? I had specific feelings about the... Like, I mean, obviously, I could have cared less about the ones we heard initially. Especially after hearing what the later ones had become. The season 2 one I liked. I don't know, it felt very traditional. Does that make sense? I guess from what like I'd be expecting from yes. yeah. an anime.
0: For, for those listening, that's Sora ni Utaiba by... Amazarashi.
1: From season two.
2: Yeah, and so like that was really good. Like I said, it, nothing wrong with being traditional, especially like you want to get what you're showing up for, kind of. Season three I really loved. Um, it sounded like uh like a it was like a pop boy band banger. I loved it. I just was I was really feeling that.
0: Season three theme song is my favorite. Season two is being Skylar. Season three is Odd Future by Uberworld and it is my ringtone. It yep. Oh my god, amazing.
2: Yeah, but you know what? You know what my favorite was? It was the most recent one. Um, that would be, that for was... those
0: listening, that is Hero 2 uh, from Duzzy Sunfist, but uh, music by Yuki Hayashi, but sung by our heroes themselves in uh, the latest season.
2: Oh my gosh, that makes me, like, yeah, it it, it makes me happy to hear that. Like, I just, um, I loved it because it felt like it captured the feeling of, like, being heroic. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, and it's like a beautiful song. I feel think... it
1: it's very personal because they do include all the heroes of uh class 1a so it's just like it's them putting all they got into this song and it just makes you feel like more connected and more hyped so um kohei horikoshi the creator is a huge star wars fan and that's something that uh you brought up about like ray feeling force ghosts etc But he actually does have, like, a lot of inspiration. In the beginning episode, you would see that the station is called Tatooine, like, literally because of Star Wars. And uh, one of the main villains has, like, the messed up face, and he wears the black helmet because he's inspired by Vader. They paint All Might as Obi-Wan. And later on, you see Gran Torino, and he's kind of the Yoda. Like, both in physical stature... And in the way he speaks.
2: You know what? I've seen Gran Torino. That's that Clint Eastwood movie. (laughs) Well, that
0: that is actually where the name for him came from. He is like a crotchety old man character.
2: Yeah. I knew it. My predictions are solid.
0: The Star Wars equivalency is very bright. Like, he loves Star Wars and he tries to really... I mean, Star Wars, at the end of the day, for anyone that is a story writer, Star Wars is one of the best epitomes of the hero's journey, Mm -hmm. which is the best way to tell a story like this. It is the oldest form of storytelling and star wars does it so perfectly that i think it really inspired a lot of writers but it very clearly inspired this writer
1: yes and he has mentions of wookies and of like the planet hoth and it's just it's i guess very prevalent in the manga more so than the anime but um yeah he he fucking loves star wars who doesn't
2: that's so cool all
0: right casey uh, the question that everyone has been waiting for will you continue watching this anime on your run
2: you know what I think I might and like I I mean we did Demon Slayer for our first episode last week and that one I thought was really good but this one like I don't know if it's where I am personally in my life or something like that but this is such a good I could see why it's so hyped it's so good like mm-hmm. just the diversity of characters the diversity of powers um and one thing I was gonna say earlier when you were asking me like, kind of what I had saw about the series that really stood out to me is that like it really from what it seems like it seems like it's not like a villain of the week type series you know what I mean it seems like no we're gonna take the time to tell the story about why this villain is so dangerous oh yeah uh you know their backstory their connection like it's just much more um there's so much more detail put into that
0: I love that and that is exactly why I love this show too so hearing you say that is it's pretty spot on and I'm excited to uh hear if you do end up watching it let me know I would love to talk
2: about it. <laughs> I feel like this. I feel like this is like I feel like I'm about to be picked up by the both of you guys. Like, so if you guys would ever come over and like want to watch like maybe some more of my Hero Academia, like maybe we make out, maybe we watch <laughs> some the show, crunchy roll maybe we'll and see chill. what happens. <laughs> crunchy roll and chill.
1: All right, it's time for my favorite segment, Is There an AMV for That?
2: Yay, I was thinking about this earlier, I love this segment. All right, Casey, you
0: know how the game goes, Skylar, take us away.
1: All right, yeah, so give me, I have it ready to go, give me an artist with their song.
2: Okay, in honor of, I brought her up twice already, (laughs) In honor of this fantastic week for Mariah Carey, I am suggesting that there is an AMV for Hero by Mariah Carey for My My Hero Academia.
1: Now I'm looking for My Hero Academia AMV's Mariah Carey Hero, and I am seeing one right off the bat. I'm seeing quite a few with the title Hero.
0: All right, so that makes this a three-pointer in our book. Again, for those of you listening... We will always pick an artist and a song. We get, th- They get three points if the anime that we are watching has an AMV with the artist and song that Casey picks. Two points for only two of the criteria and one point for only one of the criteria. But Skylar, we have a secret fourth point that we give her every episode.
1: So my favorite bonus, no matter what anime it is, you will always be able to find an AMV to the song Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. Already... More than 13.
0: That's a big ten four on that fourth point, everyone.
1: <laughs> Full oh point. Gosh. When
2: is Evanescence just going to do the theme song for all animes?
0: That's the next campaign. Last <laughs> week, we brought you My Heart Will Demon and Hashtags uh, Celine Dion Demon Slayer. This week, we are bringing Bring Me to Every Anime Opening Theme Song. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Love that. Evanescence Anime OPs Only
1: oh my god
2: <laughs> that's right I love that
0: alright guys unfortunately that is all we've got for you this week we had a ton of fun watching the show this week we will be back next Monday with another episode but for now I've been PJ
1: I've been Skylar
0: I've been Casey and until next week we hope your week isn't a kawaii disappointment
1: sagoi bye Segoi. sagoi tune
0: in